0: Welcome to Compass on the Beat, Chargers versus Philadelphia Edition post-game reaction. Uh, I'm Fernando Ramirez, Chargers beat reporter for SI. Obviously with me, my co-host and tag team partner, Gilbert Manzano, OGC Register, LA Daily News. What's up, bro?
1: Fernando, that's a very sad what's up, bro. Where's the energy? Uh, but I can't yeah. really blame you. It's... Uh, six in the morning here in philadelphia 3 a.m pacific uh we're getting ready to go you know catch our plane to go home and man these oh wow that's a, the snooze button i don't even hear that uh but yeah it was a really late charges game on the east coast uh justin herbert had a terrific game they won 27 24. let me turn off this alarm real quick
0: yeah no you, you knew god that sounds loud you know what? You sound like one of the guys, uh, or whoever it was next door to us, um, and he he had his alarm clock like hit, and it was loud. I'm like, dude, somebody's gonna come out and like beat him up for letting it be that loud. Um, it it's it's honestly interesting, Gilbert, because you mentioned it. I mean, the game last night was very interesting. The Chargers. It seems like the offense. It seems like the offense kind of woke up uh, yesterday and uh and it was one of those interesting games because obviously they start off with a 98-yard drive you don't get any points Keenan Allen probably what half a yard short from scoring that touchdown but initially the first drive gave fans a little bit of hope because you see what was the key to that drive Keenan Allen feed Keenan Allen get Keenan Allen started so to me it was Keenan Allen was going to have a, one of these big games, and it came at the right time. I think he had uh, 12 catches for 104 yards. He was – you know it's funny, Gilbert? Yesterday we, we saw it on the first drive, I think, or on the first play, second play. Uh, Justin rolls out to his right. He throws a, a dart to Keenan. Keenan's not able to catch it. He's like, I only got six inches off the ground. That was the only incompletion of Keenan Allen the rest of the game, Gilbert. So I thought it was good that uh, just that Joe Lombardi came out and said, you know what, we got to get this offense going and we got to get Keenan Allen going. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on uh, the play calling from Joe Lombardi?
1: Yeah, no, I, I thought it was solid. You know, you know, you know, I won't you know give him a lot of flack and a lot of people were kind of not happy with the two first fourth downs attempts where they're uh, they've. They Went on two on those fourth downs and people were kind of losing their minds. But I thought it was kind of a, you know, early Joe Lombardi played calling, you know, that Washington game, Kansas City game. Definitely not the Cleveland game. That's a, That was kind of the peak for this Chargers offense so far this year. But, you know, it kinda of felt like they were moving the chains. I know five of ten on third down wasn't the best, but you know, Justin Herbert was well protected. And I think maybe early on. They weren't really sure how the offensive line was going to do it. And since uh, this uh, Eagles front seven with uh, Hargrave and, and Fletcher Cox and Mont- not Montez with Josh Sweat, uh, you know, Derek Barnett, they weren't really sure. So I think a lot of this stuff was quick throws. You know, they try to get Austin Eckler involved in the passing game, as we mentioned, you know, definitely King Allen was the guy that moving the chains, but it was kind of quick throws, you know, 10 yards here, eight yards there kind of thing Got the Titans involved also. Jared Cooks, Steven Anderson, uh, Trey McKitty, and Donald Parham Jr. all contributed, uh, but I think once the Chargers realized that this offensive line was having a great day, they started attacking a little deeper. Uh, they obviously got going when Herbert found Mike Williams for 49 yards on you know for that deep pass there, and you kind of had them. You felt like they were finally waking up in, the, in that second and a half of the third quarter. Uh, so kind of one of these slow buildup games where you get singles, singles then a home run, and then you're really feeling yourself. So I think, uh, you know, it was a productive outing for the the Chargers offense, 445 yards, outstanding uh, bounce-back game for Justin Herbert. That was the type of Justin Herbert we saw uh, early on in the year before the two-game kind of sluggish performance. So uh, Herbert was accurate, 84%, you know, know, 32 of 38, I think. Uh, And and it was mostly kind of short throws, but after that, he really got going. So I thought it was a, a, a solid Day overall for this uh, Chargers offense, especially the offensive line. I can't believe Herbert Herbert only took one hit, uh, zero sacks against that Eagles uh, front seven.
0: Yeah, no, and definitely you mentioned it, Gilbert. I mean, that offensive line really did well yesterday. Uh, they were bringing in a sixth man often. Man, if that's the way you have to do it, you might as well should just keep on doing it that way. And you know, it's funny sometimes you. <laughs> it wasn't like you just lined up blatantly next to. Uh, Storm Norton. No, oh, sometimes he would line up next to Rashawn Slater. Uh, it, it was it was different, and I'm and we're not saying that Rashawn Slater needed help, but it's just the way that you design your plays, you're gonna need guys in different areas. But honestly, that offensive line did really well. Corey Lindsley has been a huge addition, and I'm and not knocking the past centers, but you could just tell the difference what it's like to have an all pro at center. Then uh, and and it really helps. Again, not trying to knock any any of the past left tackles, but th- you can tell what it's like. I think right now, honestly, Gilbert, I think Rashawn Slater's an all pro, and I'm not saying a rookie all pro. I'm saying an all pro left tackle. I don't think there's anybody wow. that's been better than him uh, so far this season. I mean, people come out and knock me for it, but uh, but I, I just think Rashawn has been incredible this season. Um, do you think this was kind of a, a shot at me, Gilbert? This this game, this performance. Because I had been asking all week, hey, what's going on with every, like, when they try and take away Keenan and Mike, wh- like, what else is going to happen? Man, it literally was a party for everybody. To- like, Josh Palmer uh, had a couple of catches. Andre Roberts was able to run the ball. Uh, he got an end around on-, on one of those. So, yeah. everyone contributed except for Maurice French, which I was disappointed in because I wanted to see what Maurice French was going to do. Um, i thought it was maybe a tyron johnson situation like Tampa last year where they bring him up nobody knows about him boom uh catch you a 49 yard touchdown uh but honestly i thought it was a really good overall performance from the offense I thought the offense did exactly what they needed to do they didn't punt the ball i think you mentioned uh justin just was magisterial uh they 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 really just were running the football they were doing everything they wanted that last drive, Gilbert impressed me a lot because uh, up into that point, yeah, there had been no running. Uh, they hadn't really ran the football that well. Eckler was able to get loose. I'll tell you one thing. I know the Chargers were getting a little bit nervous with about thirty seconds left when they were still around the thirty yard line, and then Eckler bust that uh, big run to kind of set them up and set up uh, Dustin Hopkins for a good uh, a thirty yard or twenty nine yard kick. But if that – if he doesn't get that run, I think it's a little bit – I think it's around a 40-yarder, forty, a 40 yarder, and that would have been <laughs> interesting to watch. Um, but overall, good performance. And then uh, I think we need to tip our hats off to the to the special teams, but I'll let you do that, Gilbert, because uh, Brandon Saley was very uh, – gave a lot of flowers to the defensive side of the football. Or yeah, to, no, my no, no, yeah. to the special teams. Yeah, let me
1: put a a, a bow real quick on the offense, and I will go to uh, special teams because, uh, yeah, we we got. I, th- I think that was a good point you brought up on that final drive uh, for this Chargers offense to put the game away. And like I mentioned, it kind of felt like a like an early year Chargers game. Like, and and the one that comes to mind, obviously, is the Washington game where they closed out that game. I think I think there was about six minutes or seven minutes left on the clock yeah. as well. And you always hear Brandon Staley say that he wants to finish uh, the game with the ball. And that exactly that's exactly what they did because, you know, there's a few points uh, in, in that, uh, that drive where you're thinking, maybe you should take the field goal here. Um, you know, you failed on two fourth downs, in the, I think, in the first half. You missed out on six points there. And, and I could hear some of the, the Philly media saying, what are you doing? Go for the field goal. Yeah. And, and we know how Brandon Staley operates. And, and we're like, okay, they're definitely going to go for it. But you start thinking, eh, it's a little risky here. It's a tight game. Why don't you take the points? And, and I think it kind of shows a, a, a lot of respect to Jalen Hurts also uh, for Brandon Staley. He did not want to get the ball back to Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. They were moving the ball uh, just as well, too. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, I thought I had a decent game. Devontae Smith was killing the Chargers, but I will get to the defense in a bit. Uh, but to kind of kill off six, six, oh, six, oh, five off the clock, only leaving two seconds, converting two fourth downs, uh, you know, with the Eckler runs, a Justin Herbert sneak as well. You know, that was a very, uh, you know, it, was, it wasn't the best execution, a little sloppy. There goes my alarm as well. Uh, before I go turn it off, Fernando. I'm going to let you carry special teams. But I thought it was a great uh, final drive. And Andre Roberts really stepped up. And Dustin Hopkins got the game-winning field goal for 29 yards. So go ahead, Fernando, on special teams.
0: Yeah, no, like you mentioned, Andre Roberts was uh, fantastic. He was able to – that that is very loud. Uh, He he was able to – he had two – no, he had four returns for 96 yards. That's an average of 24 yards. His long was on the, was a 39-yarder. That, that old 39-yarder, though, I think was at the very end of the game that really set up that last Chargers uh, drive, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it was a
1: third quarter. Uh, third
0: quarter, yeah. But it yeah, it yeah. led
1: to, I think, this, was it the Donna Parham touchdown? The uh, Parham touchdown. So it, it gave him a boost. And you heard Stanley yeah. always say that, you know, field territory – Field position matters, and they weren't getting it. And they finally got it with Roberts.
0: Yeah, no, you're right, and that's the thing is that yesterday uh, Staley felt like it was a win from all three phases. <laughs> you'll look at the defense and you'll think, "Where was the? What do you mean all three phases? The defense couldn't do its thing, or the defense was poor." Actually, the defense it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I mean, they had they allowed a lot of yards, they couldn't get the ball rushing anything. By the way, I think uh, somebody who deserves a lot of credit is Donald Parham I, or Donald Parham, uh, Limbaugh Joseph. Oh. Limval oh. Joseph has been a beast in the middle. He had nine tackles yesterday. Whenever the defense would stop the run, it was because of Limval Joseph. Um, but I, I really think that he's been one of the bright spots of the free agent signings of 2020. I know we like to talk about Brian Bulaga and other guys, but. He was really a, a bright spot uh, for the Chargers, but it the obviously the defense gave up uh, a lot of plays. But yesterday in key situations, they allowed a punt. I mean, in after that turnover on downs, you're you're on the first drive. The Eagles are backed up on their own one yard line. Chargers defense is able to hold after Joey Bosa tackles Jalen Hurts, who was about to get loose. And Gilbert, I didn't see anybody in front of him for a little bit. So, if Joey doesn't make that tackle, it might have been a rough uh, a rough start. So, he, they're able to get the tackle. Obviously, the Eagles punt. Chargers bring it back for a touchdown. Uh, and then a couple of drives later, I mean, uh, right before – or right after halftime, the Chargers get a field goal. Eagles are held to a punt, which the Chargers then turned it around into a touchdown from uh, – obviously, it was that 49-yard pass that you mentioned. And it's that Donald Parham touchdown. Uh, so it was, it was a. Uh, the defense had some bright spots. I know they had a lot of negative. Devontae Smith had 116 yards, one touchdown, um, but the the uh, and they allowed over 170 yards rushing. But I mean, honestly, you'll take the W any way that you can get it in 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 a sense.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it brief, for now because we got to go catch this plane. Uh, we're yeah. we're short on time. But the, you know, the Chargers defense was kind of uh kind of like an eh, you know, whatever kind of performance. But they they had they set them in crucial spots, you know. It was kind of a quiet pass rush, but you mentioned Limbaugh and Joseph doing well in the running game. Joey Bosa got a sack. Uh, they did just enough. And you, when you think about it, like, like they were really short-handed in the secondary. You know, they didn't have, you know, Michael Davis or Asante Simon Jr. Uh, so to kind of do this with, with a short-handed Chargers defense to be just good enough, and you've mentioned a friend to kind of have this bend, don't break approach. So, you know, kind of pick your spots to to have a crucial stop and let Justin Herbert do the rest. And that's kind of what happened with this defense today.
0: Yeah, definitely. Gilbert, before we go, we have to go to somebody who was at the game yesterday. Your boy, Dan and Dago was at the game. And officially, Dan Dago is 3-0 and when he is in person watching games. So, hey. It's 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 something interesting. Maybe maybe there's something going there, Gilbert. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, where where is Dan and Diego, anyways? He is uh, sitting down, waiting for you, so we can catch this flight. Oh, okay, but, all right. Uh, so we're gonna get uh,
1: we won't get him screaming on the phone, but I uh, we'll, we'll guess we'll get him back on on Compass this week. So, uh, uh, glad he was there to finally help out his charges to uh, you know end that two two game losing streak.
0: Yeah. No, but right now we're going to go to him and see what he has to say.
1: He's actually going to be here. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, no. (laughs) Do you think he's going to pass up an opportunity like this?
1: Well, we got to play in the catch.
0: Tell him to keep it brief. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to Dan and Dago real quick.
2: How in the hell are we doing, beautiful people? Game-winning field goal. There's just nothing better. Are our kicking Problems over? God, I hope so. D-Hop, MVP, appreciate it, much obliged. We came in, said, how you doing, Eagles? Keep it moving, get the hell out of here. We didn't hear any call, go go calls at the end of the game. We said, get out of here. You've been thunderstruck up in this mother... Sorry if I sound low, quiet. I don't want to add insult to injury because I'm in my hotel room recording this. And a lot of Eagle fans are pissed. I don't need them trying to bang on Dan and Dago's door and try and take him down and and take him out. But what a good game. You saw the offense finally get in their mojo. I just want to say big shout out. Linval Joseph what a freaking stud eating these blocks oh my god he was at a buffet and could not quench his hunger he was gonna eat all day man I'm just so happy they won they put another one in the win column say goodbye to that two-game lose streak we survived Hilbert picking us I just need them to come out and do the same thing against the Vikings next week let's go Gilbert,
0: that man sounds excited. He was there. He said he was trash talking some Philly fans, but he said it was all mutual respect. That uh, one guy just kept him, and he'd be like, "Hey, your offensive line's holding." And then Dan Dago would turn around and be like, "Hey, you see that? That's a that's a touchdown from a quarterback." And so they were just trash talking. He said it was a great t- trash talk. He's like, honestly, I have a new pr- uh I have a new respect for for Philly fans. They're awesome, and and honestly, they were the ones that we met were awesome. Uh, obviously, we have to shout out our our our, our fr- a fr- good friend of the show, uh, our compa Giovanni Hamilton. We got to meet him before the game yesterday. Um, my eagle eyes were able to—no <laughs> pun intended—were able to to find him. We went to go say hi to him, and and he's just a great young man. Uh, Gilbert, final takeaway from from the game. Uh, yeah, it was a your typical bounce
1: back game. They needed to win. This game, I know the Eagles are not the best team, but they're, they're very competitive and you're on the road in Philadelphia. Uh, you do not want to have a three game losing streak because if you're a legit playoff team, you don't lose three in a row in the regular season. So to, to kind of get that out of the way, uh, kind of an ugly performance, you know, for, for, for the defense. But special teams finally stepped up and, and obviously Justin Herbert carried this offense. So so uh, overall, they did what they needed to do to win this game.
0: I agree with you. Crazy weekend, Gilbert. I mean, the the. Tennessee Titans beat the uh, LA Rams this game was madness there was a lot of craziness that happened Uh, Cleveland just knocks out Cincinnati Um, honestly it's it's incredible we'll break it all down on compass this week don't forget Wednesday we will have our episode Uh, well obviously we're gonna have the preview Gilbert real quick on my on my grades I came out with my grades right I, put, I always put next opportunity, who's the next team that you're gonna face? And you put a letter grade, I put question mark. Why? Because the two teams facing each other are Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You don't know which team you're gonna face. So the next opportunity, obviously, is the Minnesota Vikings? That should be a very interesting game. No, Harrison Smith, safety. He is in COVID protocol and will miss the game. So again, thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Compas on the beat comes out Wednesday. Well, obviously our our preview show Thursday. But thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Compas, uh, Compas out. We gotta. We got Gilbert. You know what? It's time. We gotta go.
1: All right. Uh, since we're quick, I'll give out both cervezas, uh, One for you. One for me. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, have a cold one on us. Let's go. Ya nos vamos because the plane is on the way. Ya nos vamos. Pues vámonos. There we go.